Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We've started our study of the book of Acts. Yesterday we gave the prologue, Luke's introduction to the book. Now we actually begin the narrative. So today is episode 197. We'll look at Acts chapter 1, verses 4 through 8. Let's read our passage. While he was with them, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for the Father's promise which he said you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit in a few days. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, are you restoring the kingdom to Israel this time? He said to them, It's not for you to know times or periods what the Father has set by his own authority. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Verse 4, Luke tells us, while he was with them, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem. Well, obviously, speaking about Jesus here, while he was with them, he commands them to stay in Jerusalem, but to wait for the Father's promise. Well, we know from the context, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. He goes on to say, which he said, you have heard me speak about. We just finished the study of John's gospel, and there's five places there in the toward the end of John's Gospel, where he promises the coming of the Holy Spirit in chapter 14, verses 15 to 17. Then again in chapter 14, verse 26. In chapter 15, verses 26 to 27. In chapter 16, verses 7 to 10. Then again in 12 to 15. Five places there in John's Gospel, he promised the coming of the Holy Spirit. And so that's what he's talking about here. This is the Father's promise that he's telling them to wait in Jerusalem for. This is the Father's promise, he says, you have heard me speak about. Then in verse 5, he says, For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit in a few days. Well, John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. But if we look back in Luke's gospel in chapter 3, verse 16, John said to the people there, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I am is coming. I'm not worthy to untie the straps of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. So there, as John is doing the baptism with water, he says, there's one is coming, he's referring to Jesus, who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And that's what Jesus is now talking about. So he makes this reference to John the Baptist. He baptized with water, but in a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Now this is right at the time that Jesus ascends to heaven. And and Luke has just told us in the the section we looked at last time that Jesus appeared for 40 days after his resurrection. His resurrection was at the time of the Passover, like the day after the Passover. 50 days after Passover is Pentecost. And that is when the Holy Spirit will come. We'll see that next chapter. So we're at 40 days now. It's about 10 more days till Pentecost. So in about 10 days, they will receive the Holy Spirit. So Jesus says, you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit in a few days. That's what he's talking about. Then verse 6, so when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, are you restoring the kingdom to Israel at this time? Now they've asked previously questions like this. Is this the time you're restoring the kingdom? Because remember, they're still don't fully get it. 
while they did not expect the crucifixion and resurrection, now that that's happened, that's, that's extra special good. And uh, coming to the Holy Spirit, that's uh, gravy on top of that. So, But talk of the Spirit, that would bring divine prophecies like we see in Joel, back in Joel chapter 2. Uh, start with verse 28, the prophet says, After this I will pour out my Spirit on all humanity. Then your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will have dreams. Your young men will see visions. I will even pour out my spirit on the male and female slaves in those days. I will display wonders in the heavens and on earth, blood, fire, columns of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness, the moon to blood, before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved, for there will be an escape for those on Mount Zion and Jerusalem, as the Lord promised among the survivors the Lord calls. So this is this prophecy of the, the coming of the Lord, the day of the Lord, the, the messianic prediction of when God sets things right. And he ties it to this work of the Holy Spirit. So now Jesus is saying, in a few days, you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. They're thinking, wow, that's, you know, it's all coming to pass now. This kingdom we've hoped for, the, when the, the Messiah, who we now know for sure is Jesus, the Messiah takes control of things and restores Israel to its greatness. Joel talked about that. That's when the Holy Spirit's poured out on people. So they're, they're still not quite getting that. But in verse 7, he said to them, It's not for you to know times or periods that the Father is set by his own authority. This sounds like just a uh, shut up and do what I told you to do. Uh, quit asking stupid questions. But his point is, that's not important. You know, the, that kind of stuff, while it is important, that's not necessary for you to know. What's necessary for you to know is what I've told you to do. And I'm giving you instructions now for what you are supposed to do. We all want to know God's big plan. We want to know God's master strategy. We want to see what God's up to. And, and often, because of that, we don't engage in what we've actually been told to do. And this is a reminder that that's God's business. Uh, we're, we're supposed to do what we're supposed to do. But in verse 8, we see, well, Jesus says the Holy Spirit's coming. They said, wow, so is that the time the kingdom really comes? But that's what they're expecting. But it turns out what is planned is even better than what they've been expecting. He says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you, and you'll be by witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So they're thinking this is when the Messiah is going to restore Israel to greatness. The Messiah is going to become the ruler of the, at least the ruler of Israel, perhaps even the ruler of the world. But Jesus says, no, no, that's, that's not what's happening. What's happening is the kingdom is spreading to the entire world because you are going to be my witnesses. Now, just notice it's you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you, and you will be my witnesses. So it's not, you might be, maybe could be, it's you will. You will be my witnesses. But he links that to the coming of the Holy Spirit. You'll be my witnesses because the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and you will receive power, spiritual power. What kind of power? The power to be his witnesses what we're empowered to do. That's what we're called to do. And we often get caught up in, we want to see miraculous things. Well, the whole point of those things is to authenticate 
the message of Jesus. We are empowered by the Holy Spirit to be witnesses for Jesus Christ. The uh, places he lists here, that's kind of a map of the book of Acts. Chapters 1 through 7 take place in Jerusalem. Chapter, let's see, from chapter 8, verse 1 through chapter 11, verse 18, that's Judea and Samaria. Then after that, the rest of the book is the ends of the earth. And so that's the, the progression of the gospel. It would begin proclamation of the gospel right there in Jerusalem. But then starting in chapter 8, it's leaving Jerusalem, going out into the surrounding area, even into Samaria. Then in chapter 11, it starts to the ends of the earth. And that's the challenge for us to take the gospel, to be his witnesses. Now, what does it mean to be a witness? All a witness can do is tell what they know. And that's what we're called to do as witnesses for Jesus Christ, just tell what we know. And if you have been forgiven of your sin through faith in Jesus Christ, then you know enough. That's the gospel. You, you come to faith in Christ through the gospel, then you know the gospel. And that's what being a witness for Christ is, is just telling the gospel. And the good news is we're empowered by the Holy Spirit to actually do that, to tell the gospel that we have experienced. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.